podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. A toxic environment is more likely to change you than you are to change it. (laughs) Happy Monday, y'all. Obviously, from the way that we're starting, we're jumping right into it. So I really hope that you've had a great week. I hope that you came to this part of your routine ready and charged and just as hype as I am because I'm turned up. I am turned up and it's really not because of my excitement about this topic. It's really like knuck if you buck turned up energy because I hate when people go through things, especially that I have experienced firsthand. And it's like when you see it from that perspective, it makes you relive the experience again. Like why would I ever allow myself to do this? And one of the things that I have that experience with is being in toxic environments. Now, my most toxic environment at least as an adult, has definitely been a work environment. But I also know that we allow ourselves to be in relationships that are toxic. And when I use the word toxic, I mean basically poisonous to our well-being. And we just had an episode not too long ago about increasing our level of happiness. And the truth of the matter is that being happy and healthy can be really difficult when we are still in environments that are toxic. And those environments can be a result of anything from unhealthy relationships to, like I mentioned earlier, negative workspaces, even to self-esteem issues and lack of self-care. So it doesn't matter whatever the cause is, when toxicity is present, it makes everything harder to cope with. And something that I realized later on in life is that that's why toxic positivity is such a problem. Because not, of course, the idea of being happy all the time, feeling like you can't process and acknowledge heavier feelings is unhealthy for you. But it's also unhealthy when you are in the face of danger, you are in the face of dysfunction, you are literally surrounded by negativity day in and day out, and you're expected to just be happy and positive in spite of all that. We have to release ourselves from this whole warrior spirit and I'm rough and tough with my Afro pups, but genuinely like we're rough and tough and we can overcome everything. Yes, just because you can doesn't mean you should, especially not all the time. You are worthy even when you're not in the face of having to persevere. Can we just accept that first of all? We don't have to do all the things to be worthy. You were born worthy. You do not have to struggle to be worthy. So yes, it's very hard to cope when you're in situations that keep piling negativity on you. But the only thing that I will say that, you know, I'll give people credit for is the fact that it can really be or not really, but sometimes be hard to recognize that this environment or this situation or just whatever is toxic in the first place, especially when you've been in it for a very long time and it's now become normalized to you. And it's even harder to remove yourself from that environment 
especially if you don't know where you're trying to move on to. But let me tell you, just as I started this episode, it's going to be you being changed. It's going to be you feeling down and unable to sleep and having anxiousness or even diagnosed anxiety. It's going to be your mental health that struggles, not that toxic situation, because that toxic situation now resembles a system. The system is going to keep doing whatever it takes to thrive. So if the system thrives off of toxicity, you and your positive, happy self will not be able to change it. Sometimes you got to stop trying to change stuff and do your best by removing yourself. You don't have to save everybody, Superman. You're not God. Let God do it. You pray for those people. If you care so deeply that you want them to change, you take it to the king. Tamala man. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Okay, you might be thinking, okay, are there any toxic environments? How do I know? Okay, well, let's define that and ground on that first. A toxic environment is any place or situation or even behavior that causes harm to your health, your well-being, or your happiness. If you are constantly exposed to around people who make you feel small, insecure, bad about yourself, needing to shrink, that might friend might be a toxic environment. If you feel heavy or dread every time you're about to enter into a space or be around a person or after you leave, that might be an identifier of a toxic relationship and environment. There are many spaces in which we can expose ourselves or I don't want to put it like you are doing this on on purpose but be exposed to toxic environments it could be work it could be in a relationship it could be your home and something I want us to do because remember we are co-creators of our lives and not everything is everybody else's fault we also have responsibility in the way that our lives are being shaped especially as adults something that we can do is actually create toxic environments for ourselves by not making time to clean up after ourselves, not caring to create spaces that feel good when we come home, not taking your trash out even, right? Not putting yourself in position to pause and be cared for and be nourished. Like we can even create toxic environments for ourselves. So that's why it's important to, of course, acknowledge your problem, acknowledge a thing, but then let's try to figure out why these things are so impactful to us and then how we can you know, break free, shift, pivot, whatever you want to, whatever verb you want to put there, how you can remove yourself from those environments. Okay, so now we are discussing why these toxic environments are so horrible for us. Of course, when you're in a toxic environment, you're going to experience mental and emotional stress. As you continue to experience that, what goes up If you remember the episode about stress, we know that cortisol is climbing higher than any mountain. And that cortisol is the thing that leads to disease. That's the fastest way I can summarize it. You want your cortisol to be down. Remember the trauma episodes. If you didn't, just scroll back and click on that because we covered some of these things before. But you don't want that sympathetic nervous system to be activated because that's when your immune system is down. That's when your well-being is just overall in the trash and things just start to go wrong. 
when we are in these toxic environments, unfortunately, we start to have those types of bodily responses that can create long-term damage. So I want y'all to know I'm never going to waste your time because I appreciate the fact that you come here Monday after Monday. And I have now, especially as we get closer to episode 100, which I don't know what's going to happen beyond that, you know, I have this huge uh, self-imposed responsibility to make sure that I am leaving a legacy, even if that legacy is just my daughter listening to this as she grows up or my God baby or, you know, members of my family. Like I want to make sure that they have the keys that they need and that you have what you came here to get. I'm saying all that as a preface to saying any topic I bring forward to you is something that directly can help you heal or is impacting your healing from going the way you want it to. Toxic environments can make us physically sick. Our overall health, our well-being, our ability to be in community with others are literally on the line when we have prolonged exposure to toxic environments and relationships. So I'm not here to just talk about something abstract. I need you to know if you want to be well, this is a conversation that you have to explore within yourself. Are the environments that you allow yourself to be exposed to, are they healthy environments, which many of us actually subconsciously shy away from? Because if you grew up in dysfunctional environments, when you start to become a member of healthy communities and implanted in healthy environments, that feels foreign. And we all know that when something feels foreign in our brain, our brain is like, nope, shut it down. We need to go to comfort zone, sabotage and reverse. But sometimes (laughs) you have to retrain your brain and tell your brain, hey, guess what? This is okay. This is not what we're used to, but this is what we want to get used to. So I'm going to be a little bit out of my comfort zone right now so that I can be exposed to the healthy experience that I deserve. Okay. When you're in those um, environments, excuse me, you will feel unsatisfied and you will feel hurt constantly by the behaviors of the people in that environment. It's just hard to feel happy and healthy no matter how hard you try, no matter how many affirmations you say, no matter how much journaling you do and all the things that normally work. It's harder when you continually expose yourself to these unhealthy environment. And psychology today said something that I was really like, let me share this with the people. They said, many health conscious people don't realize that the quality of their relationships can be just as toxic to their health as fast food. So, you know, we will do all the things we will work out. We will drink the green juice. But if you keep exposing yourself to people who are toxic, who are draining you, you are just still harming yourself. So it's kind of like either you is or you ain't. You can't deny or disconnect the two. The way that you show up for yourself is important, but also the places in which you show up is that's equally important. Because toxic environments are also detrimental to the to the relationships. That's what I wanted to say. The relationships that you have. When that toxicity continues to pour into you and you keep being exposed to it, just think about it as like how we breathe air. 
if toxicity is like, you know, the little droplets in the air, we can't see them, but you can feel the effects. Like, you know how like literally when someone has a cold or some virus is going around and even though you're not sick, you're exhausted, your your immune system is fighting really hard. You feel like you can't really show up the way you want to. That's the same thing that happens to our body when we keep exposing it to these horrible conditions. So not only does this type of environment or relationship or just agreement with your world show up in negative ways, but it also impacts your physical health, your emotional health, and your mental health. That's all we need to know, I hope. I hope that you understand that your environments really matter. Don't try to, you know, bulldoze your way through everything. If something is tearing you down so much and you know it, like you might be asking, is this toxic? And how do I know this? Because I did that for three to five years in a work environment, always asking myself like, well, do I have to be happy at work? And it wasn't until all the stress and all the negativity finally, you know, reared its head with the breast cancer diagnosis that I realized like, okay, I get it. I guess that's the answer. I got my answer. <laughs> so I don't want you to have to go through. I don't want you to have to get that far lost in the sauce and have to recover in such a mighty way just to be healthy and be on a, on the right track. Now, if that's the if that's the call that you take for your life, there's nothing I can do about it. But don't say I didn't warn you. Okay. Now, how do we cleanse ourselves? How do we remove ourselves? That's what I really want to get into. So it's going to really depend on whatever your situation is and what is causing the toxicity in the first place. So like if the toxic environment is external, such as a bad relationship or your job, you might be able to just easily remove, maybe I'm not going to say easily, you might be able to remove yourself from the situation. And then when you, because of course your feelings will be attached to that, especially if it's something that you've grown accustomed to. I'm not, that's why I took easily out of the equation, but guess what? You can do hard things. So never forget that. But once you remove yourself, you'll start to feel your spirits and the, the life come back into your face and your body. Like you'll feel the color come back into your face. That's what I mean. And your life will feel like it's just starting to rise again. You'll remember and actually believe that you do, in fact, deserve better than to be in spaces that make you feel unhealthy. But if you, my friend, and you know I'm saying this with sugar and honey because I want you to receive it in a way that is filled with love and no judgment. If you are the person that is creating the toxicity in your life. There are some work, there is some work that you are going to have to do to unlearn and replace those behaviors. What behaviors? Oh, thanks for asking. So toxic behaviors that we impose on ourselves can include negative self-talk, comparing ourselves to other people, having this victim mindset that, oh, everything keeps happening to me. Why does this keep happening to me? Being selfish, not caring about others, isolating ourselves to no end and more, right? Basically, if they are things that are pulling from your life and not pour, pouring into your life, they could 
be a little bit toxic, friend. <laughs> but honestly, sometimes our toxic environment is actually environmental. And that's one of the hardest things to remove ourselves from. So that might be like if you live in a city where the, there's pollution because you live near a steel mill or you're in a home because you don't have the means to have your own home yet and there's just so much negativity. But if you have your own space, even within the space of someone else's home, it's important to be intentional about cleansing that space of negative energy. And that could be just removing the clutter from your space, finding a way if you can to allow more natural light in, or if you can't, you know, create a space that lets light in. Use a diffuser with essential oils. I don't know how many times I've talked about this, but my love for my diffuser runs Deep, okay, smell is such a powerful way of rewiring our brains. And you don't, I, I didn't say candles. Remember, here's the honey, but some of them candles y'all are using, they're a bit toxic. You're breathing in parabens. Eeks. So, um, yeah, um, I'm just the messenger. I'm just the messenger. You check your ingredients on your candle. If you see natural or artificial fragrances, you might want to check into that. Actually, you can go to Google and say, how do I know if my candle or my fragrance is toxic? And then don't be mad at me when you find out the answer, okay? Because you deserve a space that is toxic free. <laughs> Other ways that you can start to cleanse your space or your home is by rearranging or redecorating. If you are someone who likes to burn sage, you can do that with honor. Cleaning out your space. All of these things are basically free unless you need to purchase a diffuser or something like that. And it's a way that you can show up for yourself and pour into your health, removing yourself or at least distancing yourself from the toxicity that is impacting your happiness and your energy levels. Okay? I know that was a lot. I do know that that was a lot, but I also know that you really deserve spaces where you can be healthy. Toxic behaviors just have no place in your life. Don't don't accept it as if that's all you deserve because it's not. Now, something else that I want to talk to before I get into ways that we can maintain a low toxic, you know, the goal is toxic free, but the way capitalism is set up, it's so hard to get rid of every single toxin in our lives, in our lives. So we're trying to be as low toxic as possible. But before we go into that and how we maintain it, I want you to just kind of listen to this list. And this is kind of, it's going to detail the most common and most destructive toxic behaviors that might be present in your life. I'm not going to give too much of a descriptor for each of them, but I just want to give you an example of what toxic behaviors look like so you can identify them in yourself or in the people around you, especially if you are questioning because many of us have been gaslit so hard by life even that we don't even know what's healthy and what's not because we've been exposed to so much unhealthy stuff that we haven't even been given the opportunity to know what it means to be healthy. All right, so toxic behaviors could include manipulation of others, lying, of course, 
not keeping our word. And something that I want us to remember is that you deserve to keep your word to yourself too. Just a little caveat. Okay, this one is easy to note, but being cruel, mean, or selfish, having a sense of entitlement, not caring about anybody except yourself, and then being very ungrateful, cheating, being unfaithful to your partner, arrogance, and being overly competitive, especially in a friendship. Ask me how I know. Anyway, (laughs) but I'm just saying this because it's so true not taking care of your space not valuing you being jealous blaming other people for your own problems holding grudges gaslighting of course and um before i keep moving i just really want us to if you are like okay what is gaslighting or feel like you're being gaslit please go find the actual definition because many people do therapy talk and therapy speak online and they're using terms in a way that they actually are not meant so i said gaslighting with hesitancy because i have heard too many people use that term incorrectly so please just do your research okay these are just the surface level examples but holding grudges not being able to communicate being insincere being very stubborn being very judgmental you get the gist right you understand where we're going so basically qualities that you don't want to see in a partner those are probably toxic playing the victim all the time seeking attention at all times always needing the validation of other people that's one that i know many of you would not expect but if you cannot be assured in yourself and you depend on the people in your life to validate you you're never going to find peace you are never going to find peace you have to start trusting yourself that is a way that we can show up in a toxic way to ourselves always being in drama Comparing ourselves, we talked about that, speaking to ourselves negatively and people-pleasing. Here's one that some people might want to, you know, tussle, but perfectionism is another way we create a toxic environment inside of ourselves. It's nothing wrong with being excellent. I'm a Virgo. Y'all know how that goes. I believe in excellence, and I also know that perfectionism is a myth. So you have to give yourself the compassion that you need as you show up as your highest self. Don't do that to yourself, friend. Taking things personally all the time. Staying and living and reliving in the past. Worrying about the future. I'm taking a deep breath because I know y'all gonna be mad at me again, but when we overuse technology, that's toxic for us. Genuinely, it's not only wasting our time, but it's really rewiring our brains. It's shrinking our brains. Ignoring self-care, not speaking up for yourself, not allowing yourself to have new experiences. Like Those are all ways that we can identify toxicity in our relationships or our environment but we're gonna close and with that because i know that might have been a little heavy it might be a little heavy (laughs) so i want to share some ideas of how you can keep your peace 
after you remove yourself or even when you are making the exit plan. So you're still there, but you just haven't been able to leave yet from that toxic environment. One thing that you can do that I love to do is love from afar. You can have all the positive energy you want because remember, you don't want to meet the toxic environment. You don't want to meet that energy because that means that you're allowing that to be entered into yourself, into your spirit and your psyche. No, 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 no. We send that energy right back to sender, but we also send love from a distance. That means we are praying before we go into a space. We are asking God for his protection and we are keeping it cute. We're not getting into the drama. We're not inserting ourselves into the conversation. We are not picking up the phone when we know they're going to call and drain us. We are still showing love, but from a distance. Another way is to stop battling against the situation and accept it for what it is. Because when we engage in that fight, when we are trying to fight, even if we're fighting the good fight and trying to fix, quote unquote, the toxic situation, the reason why we're in the battle is because we're directly engaged with it. So we're already breaking the rule to love from afar. We don't want to engage. Okay, you can journal and transform your energy into something that's a little bit more helpful, like thinking about how understanding you can be, because remember, hurt people don't know what else to do beyond hurt other people. Hope for their healing from the, from afar and maybe see if there's any lessons that you can glean from it. Accept what it is and then you focus on what it is that you want for yourself. Make sure you take some time also to breathe. And we talked about this before, but I really need you to allow yourself to use your breath as a tool. Now, we cannot breathe toxicity away but we can give ourselves the opportunity to be healed and allow ourselves to repair ourselves after the event by practicing our breathing. If Even if it's for five minutes, even if you do the square breath four times, let yourself slow down your breathing because if you are always breathing fast, there are so many negative implications with that too. All right. I want you to also think about glimmers. Glimmers are basically positivity triggers. So there are some things that make you feel happy when you see them. It's not a big thing, but like maybe it's talking to somebody who always makes you laugh or putting up pictures that bring out the joy. You know, you could be playing a song that really gets you in the groove or even just having affirmations. So affirming yourself that you are honoring honoring your light. There is, um, I'm going to put this in the show notes, but there's a resource that I love and it talks about affirmations that you can use out louder in your head when you need extra support in toxic environments. And they are like this, I am not at the mercy of my environment. I honor the light in you that's also in me. I cancel my subscription to your issues. I am not subject to them, but may you be healed from them. I choose peace instead. So those are just something that you can write down. And when you know you need to see them, maybe you put them on your phone or you put them inside your planner so that you always have them with you. 
and just allow yourself to mind your business and keep yourself and i don't mean it funny i mean literally don't let yourself be in everybody else's problems they have to learn how to be responsible for what they are experiencing just like you are responsible for what you want to experience so that's where i'll stop but i do encourage you to please check the show notes because i believe that's a beautiful resource that can help you remember that you are worthy of healing and healed environments and that it's time for the toxicity in our lives to be expired extinct no more you heard me okay so i appreciate you thank you for listening god bless you and i'll see you next week okay bye